Schemers and grifters and wannabe inventors are trying to get your money so they can get rich real fast. But Jesse and Mike are here to set things right with your Kickstarter Sucks the Podcast. Because you don't need that bullshit. No, you don't need that crap. You don't need a toaster that you program with an app. You just grab some headphones. You folks are all in luck. Mike and JF are back with your Kickstarter Sucks. Hi, Jesse and Mike. I uh, just got a sticker from you guys today, and uh, it was delightfully personalized with a uh, return address. I'm not going to mail you anything, but uh, I appreciate the uh, personal touch. Um, The sticker costs too much, though, and uh, it's pretty fucking ugly. Thanks. Hey, everybody, it's YKS. Here it is. Yeah, you ask, you ask, ask, and you shall receive. You asked for it. We heard you, okay? Well, our parent company heard you, (laughs) and we're sort of forced to respond due to uh, advertiser pressure. obligations. Yeah, so there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes in order to get us back on the mics. But you know what? I guess I'm glad we're back, all things considered, you know? Yeah, it could be worse. It could be worse, yeah. All of the dog food brands that sponsor the show could be pulling out right now, and then we'd be up S Creek without a P. <laughs> Did you? You saw that Laura, was her name, Ingram? Yeah. Laura Ingram. That's not good. Face like a goddamn catcher's mitt on this broad. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're kidding, of course, but I mean, she does look like a little goblin. Looks like a awful mistake. She looks like she fell into a... Uh, some of that ooze, the right. turtles jumped the tur- into yeah. and got all messed up. Yeah. But she didn't turn into a giant turtle. She turned into a giant bitch. Like just a big piece of shit. Yeah. Right? And a loser. Like, like her and a shit log yeah. got into the machine, the from, machine the from the fly. Yeah. And they, somebody flipped the switch. Right. They came out and was like, oh, what happened? Yeah. Oh, nothing <laughs> happened. I'm just a little bit different. I'm. A, yeah. I mean, I still have some of this. I'll probably die here before the end of the movie, but. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I, it's been sticking in my craw a little bit, that movie. You're telling me this guy didn't have a safety switch on that thing? The fly? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's in such a hurry in that movie to get his thing, uh, and what is the thing? What is the thing he's trying to do with it? Teleportation, JF. He's, he's trying, trying to, to teleport. He's trying to make matter go from one, uh, pod to the next, and he didn't have, and he was like a... Now, if he wants something like, to go from one pod to the next, he should come on... Our pod, and then let all of the pods that copy us, yeah, take it like all of cereal pods. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of another podcast made by somebody we don't know. Can't think of one. The Daily. The Daily. What's that one? There's one called the uh, Neoliberal Podcast. Now I saw. Yeah. I didn't look into it. I don't know what it's about. Right. I thought it was maybe a joke, but apparently it's not. They were running a Kickstarter campaign for it, actually. Really? Yeah. Probably should have covered it. But anyways, hey. throwaway gag at the top of the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the thing about the fly, I don't get. So he goes in one side with a fly, and then out the other side, he comes out as the fly guy hybrid. Yeah. So was his proof going to be that he moved from one side of the chamber to the other side? Because that's not, I mean, that's not terribly impressive. Like one, we're talking about one step? Is that what we're talking about here? What are we? What are we really talking about here, Mike? Are you talking? You think that he was trying to go from one side of the pod to the other side of the pod? Is that not correct? That's not correct. Okay, let me let me have it. What's the deal with the fly? The deal with the fly is he's trying to see if he can become a fly because he wants to 
land on a big pile of shit and jack mm-hmm. off on it. That's the it's the whole plot of the fly. Yeah, and I think it was the plot of the book as well. Really? Yeah. Whole uh, what is his name? Ian Malcolm. Yeah, he's a scientist. I think that's the Jurassic Park the, guy, isn't it? Uh, no. In so I read the book. So you said he wanted to land on a pile of shit. I'm just wondering if your posts. <laughs> We're also going to get transported back in time, or yeah. how is that going to? There's no time travel involved in this, JF. Okay, I feel like you... well, where do the dinosaurs come in? <laughs> that's what I don't get. Okay, well, that's the fly. Okay, that's the whole point. It still of that. doesn't seem like it was worth doing on his part. And he was trying to discover how to solve teleportation, JF. Yeah, and where does he? Where did he think he was going to end up going? From one pod on one side of the room yeah. to the other pod on the other that's side. That's what of the room. I just said, and you so said you would, that wasn't. Well, it. you were talking about something else. So the the theory is that you would have all these pods all over the place. Presumably, it would have an app involved. Sure, with it. Uh, but you would uh, teleport from there. But it's not safe because a fly could get in there and fuck your shit up. So I guess what. Uh, so, but also there was a bunch of bacteria on him too, right? Like, why didn't he morph with the bacteria and become half bacteria, half doctor? Mm, didn't think about that. Did because they? there's lots of they're just on your skin. There's tons of bacteria. I think maybe he washed his hands before he went in. Oh, so okay. So that was safeguarded kinda... it against. Yeah, didn't come up with a way to keep flies out, like a uh, screen door. Yeah, like a screen door. <laughs> like so, he invented the he invented the teleportation device. Couldn't but... buy a fly swatter. Yeah. So, well, you know th- that's the way technology's going these days, Mike. You got one thing that's a freaking app. You got one thing that's another thing, and it's like at the end of the day, the what are we really day. talking about here? It's all bits and bytes. Yeah. It's just zeros and ones. And, you know, is that going to stop me from having to go out and mow my lawn? No. So, really, what are we even talking about? I have no idea. It's like, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. You heard of Uber, right? Yeah. And you've heard of Lyft, right? Yeah. You know, all these car services. Okay. And what their goal is, is their goal is to get you to pay them money to yeah. drive you around. Yeah. Meanwhile... Uh, your freaking car is sitting in your garage. Like, what the heck? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. Huh? I uh, mean... Hello? Designed by the je- best German engineers on yeah. the planet. And, and so it doesn't really make sense to me. What I'm what I'm proposing is we charge Uber to let them drive us because it's kind of an opportunity cost if you think about the car in the garage. Plus, i got to pay for the garage. Yeah. So... Plus, it's like a... Yeah, they have like all the banter and stuff in the car and stuff. Yeah. It's a premium... I'm not gonna charge extra for it, but well, and maybe if it gets good enough, we will. Yeah, because that's so, what a podcast is. I guess we just kind of solved Uber and Lyft yeah. and all that, the ride sharing stuff. Going through some strife and yeah. some problems. Right Let now. us know, guys. I know you got some labor issues. Um, it's I'm sad for them. I feel like they're not gonna make it. All the big apps. For, are you for real? Like you're? Is that a for real statement? I'm really sad. About? Yeah. I'm also sad about the giant. I'm sad about the apps tech corporations. Because to me, what's really sad, like what's really sad when someone dies, is it, you know, is it when their soul leaves their body? No, mm-hmm. no. Is it when you know the electricity stops, you know, jumping around their brain? No. Um, is it when uh, the coroner comes up and and takes them away in a body bag? No. Is it when they're uh, they're in the mortuary and they're getting their bones all cut up and junk and put into dog food and stuff like that. Yeah. No, it's not. Is it when you take them to the graveyard and you lower them down six feet under? 
Six, not the saddest part, right? Six freaking feet under. And somebody throws a rose in and says, you know, you were good to this earth and I'll miss you. Yeah. Was it that? No. I'm over there behind the tree. Yeah. And it's raining. Because I was, I was like the ex-lover. Yeah. Something. All black. <laughs> no, the saddest part is when you delete them from your Facebook. <clears> oh, <throat> yeah. And so that's the way I feel about the the apps is, you know, I'm going to be so sad when I have to finally cut them off of my phone and say, you know what? This 256 megs is just... I mean, to me, it's more precious than holding on to the memory. I got to delete that that old Facebook. You yeah. ever go on there? No. You don't go on there anymore. No, I had to cut that one off after uh, a lot of people said I should kill myself. So I went ahead and cut that one off. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, Before that, I freaking loved it, though. I was in there poking. Liking pages, poking. I was on Gang Wars. I was actually the number one Gang Wars player in the whole world. <laughs> Farmville and yeah. Gang I was listing, listing like a bunch of liquor that I pocketed from the liquor station. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was uh, listing it on the for sale thing. <laughs> so trying to get enough money together yeah. so I can go out and score some meth. Yeah. Um, and now it's kind of like, well... If all if I know they're going to take my data, it's kind of like it's even worth selling liquor for meth anymore. Yeah, I'll just go to Methly. Yeah, the app specifically. Sure, they have the fee, but yeah, but it's you make it back though. If you become <laughs> so... a Methly partner, you make it back. Yeah. Anyway, this is YKS. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, so this is uh, post episode fifty. What I've decided to do is bring back something that people were asking for. <clears throat> Uh, for a while, we tried not announcing what number the episode was, and okay. I th- I think that went over like a lead balloon. I think people hated it. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, well, the episode is this. Is this episode yeah. one? Right? Is it episode two? Right? I have no idea what episode I'm listening to in 2018. Yeah, and it's, it is 2018, and so that's why I want to say we're bringing back. This is episode 5252 on your dial. Uh, the one before this is 51. Coming up next will be episode 53. They hey, kind of go in order. So, it's kind of smart on our part to do yeah. them, I guess, sequentially. Like, a lot of uh, people do A, B, C, D, and they'll get down to, you know, like 20 or however many letters there are, and they'll go, wait, wait a minute. Whoops. Uh, error, error, Will Robinson. Yeah. Space town. Space, yeah. So so we're not going to make that error. We're going to keep it on, we're going to keep on talking, because numbers are practically infinite, and any mathematician will tell you that. Because it's not just, you don't just go up to 1,000, there's actually more. Yeah. And I make more than that in a year as well. So, <laughs> and don't ask. Um, have not filed the taxes yet. Uh, it's getting pretty dire at this point. I got to do that as well, and I'm scared about doing it. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it because I don't want to know what it says. Yeah. And I just moved, and all the papers are, I don't know where they are. I did it. I did my taxes. I just didn't file it because uh, I don't have eight hundred dollars to to pay. That's you got to pay to file the taxes. That's what I owe. Oh, that's what you calced. Yeah. So it's like, did you run it again? No, I didn't run it again. Just ran it the one time. One time's good. What are you paying by the bite over there? You can't run it again. Can't run it again. What is there a different calculation that they do? I don't know. Maybe if you just click it, I need a tax. If you click it faster, maybe. I need a tax guy. I need to. I need to give him all of my shit that I have in my fucking. It's not. It doesn't work like that. Just have an old milk crate that I keep all my important documents in. He's not going to go through your shit. Well, he's not a fly, is why. That's a callback to the first thing that we said on here about the fly. It's Ian Malcolm is your tax guy. Unreal. You're unbelievable. Oh, the government finds a way to freaking take (laughs) more of your freaking money. Welcome to the Libertarian uh, Podcast. 
Um, what else is going on? My, my foot's all broke. Yeah. You broke your foot. I what? broke my foot. Um, Stomping around in the yard, and you, you broke your hoof. I did. I'm, uh, I got a bum wheel right now, and I'm not happy about it. Um, and in fact, I can't even really take uh, solace in the fact that I'm injured because your wife had a much more gruesome foot injury. So I can't even like I can't even be the big baby with my foot. Yeah. Because everyone knows that it's not even the worst recent not foot that injury. Bad. It's, it's still attached. It's, right? Yeah, it's still on there. It's bruised a little bit. <clears throat> and it hurts. I think you'd be fine. Did did you actually break it though? Is that what the Yes. I'm guessing you went to a doctor or like some kind of rich person. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I saw a doctor. Um they, they took x rays. If I broke my fucking foot, dude, I broke, uh, or I didn't break my back, but I fucked up my back a while ago, and I was like, uh, this is the second time that I did it, and I did it in the same exact way, which was bending over to tie my shoes. Right. I just fucking did it too fast or something. I think that was the problem. I just did it too fast or executed the the tie too well, (laughs) I think, and my back was like, we got to correct ourselves, because no man could... No man could tie their possible. shoes that fast. Yeah, there must be something wrong. So it my threw back, an error. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I fucked up my back, but it lasted like maybe a <clears throat> a week, week and a half. Mm-hmm. The last time I did it, and I did it again recently. In the oops, I did it again, and I uh, I fucked up my back. <laughs> I uh, was tying my shoes. <laughs> Ooh, babe. Sorry. Um, but it just. I had to just lay in bed for like a week, mm-hmm. work from home and everything. Right. Because uh, I couldn't move. Every time I would fucking move, just sharp pain in my back, my lower back. The lumbar sprain is mm-hmm. what it was, JF. And um, my wife was like, no, we're going to go to the hospital this time. So I went and they gave me a bunch of drugs and stuff. It's Pretty great. Great. Check yeah. out hospitals. Yeah, if you've never right. been to one of your, if you can't afford one. Go save up some money and go get something of yours checked out. One of your various maladies right. that you have. I would say definitely just go into the ER and then leave and then don't pay. Oh yeah. So what are they going to do? They're, mm. they're not the cops. My bill's going up, but you know, as long as you get your sniffles taken care of. <laughs> um, yeah, I did go to the doctor. They took X-rays. I have what's called an avulsion fracture. Um, so it's not it's not hyper severe. It's not the end of the world. It's a uh, a small piece of the bone was pulled away from the rest of the bone where it's supposed to go, and uh, I did that because I did the classic. Tw- uh, I you know I haven't done it as much as an adult, but it seemed like as a kid it was a big deal to uh, to twit uh, what do you roll your ankle? Roll your ankle. Yeah. To roll my ankle a lot. That's what it seemed like I was doing. Except for this time, I weighed about like seventy-five more pounds than I've ever weighed when I did that before. Yeah. Um. So I didn't catch my balance, and I just fell all of my weight onto the the rolled ankle. It's so nice when you're young and something happens to you, and you're like, "Oh, I'm that was just, close." I'm just invincible. Yeah. On and then the you, next get, one. you get like ten years older, and it's like, "Oh no, yeah. everything's I'm dying immediately." I have white hairs in my beard now. Yeah. Um, and when I fall, I break bones. Um, I'm very fragile. Um, this pinky here. Yeah. I fell, uh, on my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I fell on my, I fell out of a car Mm -hmm. that was moving. 
Sure. And I just like I had jumped out of the back seat of a car. Right. And yeah. I, I landed in some ago, uh, yeah. trash cans, mm-hmm. some of those big plastic trash cans. Right. And you can see my finger doesn't bend. Doesn't correctly. go all the way. Yeah. Um, Do you have the calcium buildup on it? I don't know what that means, buddy. You didn't see a doctor? No, I didn't see a doctor. I did see a doctor, and I got hooked on fucking pain medication for a yeah. while because it gave me like a shit ton of Vicodin. Right. And uh, no, it was Dilaudid. Oh, boy. That's, oh. that's bad stuff. It's so good. The tiny pills. Yeah. Dilaudid. You take right. one of them, you're fucking, you're gone for a while. Pretty it's good. so good. But uh, don't do them, though, because don't. you'll get yeah, addicted no. to them. This... But the, the bone just doesn't... Uh, it doesn't go snap back to its original position. You've heard of snapback hats. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. Different thing. But I, I woke up the next morning after the the after I broke it, and my fucking pinky was. You were bent. in the trash can still. My pinky was bent back. Yeah, I lived there. I was, I was, <laughs> they were dropping me off at home, and my pinky was like bent completely back. And I was oh like, my god! I woke up in my bed. I had no idea how I got there, but I woke up in my bed and I was like, oh fuck! Now I got to go deal with this shit. I had to go to the hospital. That's awful. Put that little cast on the finger or whatever. Yeah, mine is... Okay, so I didn't land at any trash cans, and I knew it when it happened because I was uh, not out of my mind. But, um, yeah, I got, I got a slight... You see this slight crook in the middle finger here? I'm mm-hmm. kind of flipping you off a little bit. Yeah. So the slight crook there. That's why I asked you because it's got... Because uh, somebody threw a football, and they, uh, they short-armed it. And I went down for the... We were just playing catch. Yeah. And I went down for the grab there, and it so it it cracked that knuckle right there. Yeah. And then he, the doctor said, "Hey, if you don't leave this splint on your finger um, every hour for the next six weeks, uh, your finger is going to get fucked up." Yeah. And I was like, "That's cool. I'll easily be able to do that." <laughs> and it was like uh, one hour. I think I made it. <laughs> what was? Hey, what was I supposed to do with this fucking thing? <laughs> I was like, Ugh. "Get this out of here." I had to wipe my ass one time. I was yeah. like, "No, it's no good." So yeah, I got a little I got a little calcium build up there. Anyways, point is I'm falling apart. Um, things are not looking good. Definitely on the downslope. Um, yeah, shuffling on off and uh, to into the early uh, grave. I think. Yeah, um, shouldn't but, be long now. Yeah, but you everything's going well with you. I think you you were kind of saying earlier how it yeah. seems like everything's everything's going uh, great, JF. And for for no reason, I bought a new car. I bought a new car for no reason. Yeah. Um, definitely didn't uh, crash my other one, so right, nothing to worry about there. But I got this new car, and it's uh, great. It's a great new car, and and there was no like trial that came before it. Like it wasn't, <clears throat> you didn't have to walk through the fire and brimstone a little bit to get to the promised land. It was just sort of like I was I was leaving lunch mm-hmm. the other day in my car, mm-hmm. and I get out of my lunch. Hmm. And into my car. A little bit of a stretch, but 80s I think you kind of see kind of guy I'm, there. Nineties. Yeah. Um, now I was leaving. I was leaving, driving back to work from lunch, and I rear-ended someone. JF. Mm-hmm. And I fucking smacked him in the back of the car, and the guy who got out of the car was like a, a nice. He was like a mechanic dude, but he was driving like a late model uh, Lexus, like mm-hmm. a shitty Lexus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, fuck, this guy's driving on Lexus. But it, he gets out, and he's just like a mechanic guy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, great. He's joyriding. But um, <clears throat> nothing happened to his car. Just my car just totally destroyed. Yeah. His, his car, car fine. totally fine. He was like, 
yeah, it seems to be all right. I'm going to go back to work. And I was like, okay, cool. And I'll just sit here in the middle of the street in my car. It's it, not moving. Yeah. I can't move it off the street. It was it was non-functional? Yeah. Like the battery fucked up or something. I don't know what happened to it, but um, could not move it. So I had to sit there while every fucking yokel in Nashville was like... Rubbernecking. Rubbernecking. This is one woman who drove like fucking five mile an hour mm-hmm. around the car there. She was passing it. She rolled down her window, stuck her head completely out of the fucking window, and was like looking at the front of the... She Did like, she say anything? She like almost stopped looking at the front of the car. No, no, she didn't say anything. I was like, you've never seen like a car before? Like with an accident? You've never seen that at all? I should have like pretended like I was dead. Yeah. She would have like fucking had the time of her life telling all of her friends on Facebook, oh, yeah. I saw a fucking dead guy today. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. Right. This is me in my car looking at, uh, yeah. I think I was looking up uh, like uh, bedside tables yeah. while I was waiting for the tow truck. Oh, I just got some bedside tables. So yeah. We probably got a lot to talk about off the. Oh, God. I can't wait. I don't want to bore everybody with this. But... Yeah. So new car, uh, new leg. Yep. Big changes coming to the pot. Lots of changes. Um, Ch-ch-ch-changes. David Bowie. Yeah. We're just going to keep doing that. I would have done, I would have gone with the uh, Tupac one. Do 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 right. do yeah yeah that one. and I think he covered that right that's not yeah I don't think it's an ridge I think he probably pinned that himself that's a good jam that was good all right all right let's move on that's enough of that horse shit uh, I'm talking of course about Mike's life which nobody cares to hear about that's right um YKS the main thing we do here on YKS is the six pack now. The six-pack, as you know, is just a thing that we do on, on the show. And let's Hold get... up, asshole. What? I got something to say here real quick. Um, we talked, I think it was the last pod or the pod before that, Yeah. about the bulletproof backpack. When did we talk about that? Yeah, that was the most recent one. These fucking guys from Rhino Armor. Rhino USA, they make some car parts or something like that. And... Um, one of them had a great idea. One of the guys in marketing over there was like, hey, let's make a Kickstarter to do like a uh, bulletproof backpack type thing. Yeah. Any it's, reason he thought of that or just uh, came just to him in a dream? Probably because sales are in a slump across mm. the board. Right. I don't know. I heard that on fucking. That's good. <laughs> I heard that on Shark Tank. Um, so they were like, yeah, go ahead and make this fucking GoFundMe or Kickstarter thing or whatever. Uh, so what they did was they got some bulletproof backpacks from China, from Alibaba. Right. They were going to slap their logo on it. But they're, like, not even rated for, like, uh, AR-15 fire. Like, if you get them, you're just going to die immediately. Yeah, we talked about on the show how they, they made a big claim of their being uh, bulletproof, but then specifically used as an example um, short-range uh, small arms fire, like a pistol. Um, yeah. Which has not been, as far as I know, the weapon used in any school shooting uh, probably ever so so one of our listeners mike wrote in and said uh the shitheads trying to sell this product were honest in their description uh about what level body armor is capable of <clears throat> it will consistently stop almost all handgun rounds turning a potentially lethal gunshot wound into a minor discomfort of being struck with a baseball bat that would suck that would hurt you ever been hit with a baseball bat uh, i can't say as i have mike <clears throat> Wait to get with me after the pod. Okay, we got a couple things. We got and bedside well, uh, tables and then uh, baseball bat strikes. I'm gonna hit you with a bat. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they said using Sandy Hook, Hook as the springboard to create urgency for the product seems like a poor choice. Uh, Adam Lanza, the fucking 
Sandy Hook guy killed a bunch of kids with AR-15 or whatever. Right. Um, uh, but he goes on to say the standard AR-15 fires a .223 bullet at roughly three times the speed of sound. I don't know what any of that means. I'm not a gun guy. You're not? I'm not a gun guy. Oh. I'm a knife guy. Right. <laughs> I got the knife. I got the knife claw thing from Predator. I'm up at like three in the morning. I'm walking around the house. Just dare any anyone yeah. to break in. Knock on the fucking door and try to come in here and steal my pig. I dare you. Just a telemarketer guy. Yeah. I pick up the phone and I'm like, ka-chink. Yeah. And he's like, is that what I think it is? Yeah. And I'm it like, is. it depends on what you think it is. Right. Buster Brown. Yeah. And he says, is that the blades from the Predator when he was, uh, when right. he did that or whatever? And I was like, that's right. It is. Click. Dial tone immediately, like in the movies. I mean, you're still on the list, but that guy is not going to call again. It's going to be somebody. It's going to be his coworker, probably. Yeah. Uh, it says, now since the greatest minds in the Western world has, as of yet, been unable to come up with a solution to the worldwide problem of young men purchasing a push-button murder machine, Mike is, like, giving these guys the best. editorializing here. a little bit. I mean, I want to hear both sides of it. Um, Mike ends the email by saying it's good. Kind of a twist, by Mike there. Yeah. Jesus. Didn't see that one coming. Uh, no, he says, <laughs> I hope the shitheads at Rhino USA are riding their dirt bikes uh, and get chased and then eventually run over by Gravedigger. Kind of a callback to uh, when you dated the guy who drives uh, the Gravedigger monster truck. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Thank Aaron. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aaron. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Yeah, uh, Mike, of course, uh, not you. You're you're not really correct about a lot of stuff. But that Mike, of course, is, is, is right that... Uh, it's not so much just that, uh, you know, what I think colloquially we refer to as assault rifles. It's not just that they shoot bigger bullets faster, uh, which of course they do, um, but they also uh, shoot more damaging projectiles. Yeah, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a, uh, like an old timey blunderbuss. Like you don't have a bunch of like salt in there. I think that we should have we should get rid of all guns except for muskets. Mm-hmm. Just one guy having to. Like, you should reload. be able to protect your family from one guy at fifteen yards. Remember how like long it took? So you got to get the powder, right? Long stick, and you're jamming it in there. Whatever. I think we should go back to that because yeah. uh, that's that's what it was all about. Let's go back to all the stuff thing. from those times. What else was it that was good back then? Wooden teeth. Yeah. Not washing your ass. Ooh. Big one. Yeah. I'm going to love that one. I'm kind of already there. Maybe we could leave the slavery thing in 2017. I don't think it's in 20. Okay. Maybe leave it in 1717. Yeah. So. Okay. I think that makes the most sense. Doesn't at all. <laughs> is that is that all the updates you had? Could I go on with this? That's all the updates. Uh, okay. So the people who uh, did the backpack work, the Kickstarter's canceled now. Right. And, uh, no reason why. They don't tell you. Yeah, um, but suspended assuming, though it was. Yeah, it was, it was suspended. I'm assuming it's because they found out they just got something. From Had to be based overseas. on this show. I think probably someone over at Kickstarter heard the show and yeah. said, "We got to get rid. This is making us look bad." Yeah, I think it was. I mean, probably right. Could hey, it could happen. Mick World, remember that? So are you saying like what are the put some odds <clears throat> on it? What are the odds that it was this show that did it? Probably not good. You know when we used to do the blog of this show? Somebody was at... We need to do it. Tumblr. I think it was Tumblr. Not Tumblr HQ. Kickstarter headquarters or whatever. And they um, they had like a YKS photo in their office. I got to find that again. That was cool. Oh, that is neat. <clears throat> yeah. We should keep doing that. 
Uh, what, the blog? Yeah. Uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> so anyway, hey, the six-pack is uh, the thing that we do every time we do this. And that's basically it. That's, yeah. uh, so I hope that answered all the questions. We get constantly get questions about what it was. And just to let you know, I might, ex- time. I might throw the sound effect music over what your explanation was, but I'll blend it so they yeah, can hear no both problem. what you're saying and the music yeah. at the same time. So it should be pretty seamless. So, Yeah, guys, this is Six Pack. Uh, what's the first one we got, Mike? You want to? Well, well, who's the leadoff hitter? Who's going to be the Ian Malcolm? Who's going to be the fly in this situation? <clears throat> JF, we got one for you this week called the Slice of Sauce. A lot of people sent this in. Yeah. Um, a lot of people said, JF, Mike, you yeah. got to roast this thing. It's a big old stinker. Yeah. it's so. th- That's what they said. It's a stinker. I don't know what it is about this project that galvanized so many listeners. Um, well, <clears throat> what is it? What do you think is the appeal or lack thereof of this item? The Slice of Sauce, right, is a... Are you familiar? If you're familiar with a fruit roll-up, it seems to be the same consistency and texture as a fruit roll-up. It looks like it, but yeah. Instead of fun, fruity flavors, it's a catsup. Strawberry. Um, strawberry catsup, that's right. Green apple. What um, are some other flavors? Blue raspberry. Of ketchup? That's just the one, I think. Um, fruit roll-up, I'm saying. What are some other? What are Jesus your... Christ. I don't know. Watermelon? Watermelon, right? yeah. you got to have a watermelon Cherry. Fruit punch. Um... <clears throat> But this is called slice of sauce. It's Lemonade. Different. Yeah. <laughs> different than uh different than fruit roll up. Yeah. It's a it's a flavor packed condiment offering a clean label, uh convenient experience with eight slices per pack. Okay. So the idea is that uh sandwiches are too fucking messy. You got to put in you ever eat a ketchup sandwich and you get ketchup sure. all over you? Yeah. Hope you're not wearing your white scrubs to go back to work. Well, Everyone know. will be like, Are you heading out of the ER right now? Yeah, I guess uh this is my lunch break, so Yeah. You know how doctors are always um taking lunch breaks. Taking lunch breaks, yeah. Yeah. But um this is a slice of uh it looks like a slice of red cheese. It really does. And it's, I mean, it uh, is. It's it delivers on what you think it is. Ketchup leather. Yeah, like fruit fruit leather, but like ketchup leather. Yeah. But a lot of people think this sounds bad, and to me, I'm not so sure that it sounds that bad. You don't think it sounds bad at all? I mean, what's the fucking? It's it's stupid. It's unnecessary. Okay. Right? Well. But you think it might taste good. I don't know if it's stupid. Is it stupid? You don't think it's stupid? I don't know, It's a fucking piece of fruit, leather, or piece of ketchup. Well, here's what I'm saying. Like, if we had invented cheese sauce before we invented cheese, would you, when they came out with sliced cheese, do you think you would have been like, oh, good, because I've actually been wanting, like, a cheese preparation that's not a sauce jar. Which came first, the cheese sauce or the cheese? The classic. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Conundrum, yeah. If a cheese falls in the forest, does any does anybody hear the cheese? This might uh, sway you here. It's made by two uh, two people. What live in uh, Brooklyn, New York? Yeah. Well, Brooklyn, New York is the manufacturing capital of the world, so it doesn't surprise me that something's going on there. Let's play a little bit of the video, if you please. Let's play uh, just to get an idea of what the slice of sauce is, and you be the fucking judge. 
uh, when you hear the the whole setup. Are you know? talking to me or are you saying somebody else? Uh, whoever is listening at okay. this point. Okay. Any, probably already tuned out. They're right? done now. We got the download. That's it. Okay. Slice of sauce. An all natural, no mess, slice of catsup. Hi there. My name is Emily Williams and I am the creator of the Slice of Sauce. Growing up in a small town in Michigan, my father owned a restaurant where he was famous for his flavor-packed sauces. Cut to 30 years later, I knew I needed to get back to my roots, so I ditched the business suit and put on an apron. After several months of experimenting with my father's recipes, ketchup emerged in a new solid form. It's a slice of ketchup. I'm Tack, and I used to be Emily's boss, but when Emily told me about the slice of sauce, I knew it was something I wanted to be part of. So we partnered up and even turned my garage into a test kitchen. We've since learned that the slice is going to revolutionize the way that we sauce. I think anyone on the go will appreciate that it's portable and can be used anywhere. But it's also all natural, no preservatives. This flavor is the real deal. So, look, all right, I know you're not, you don't hate this thing, but just uh, anyone on the go could appreciate this, uh, the portability of the slice. That is the the most insane idea I've ever heard of. Yeah. Well, because we have packets, you're saying. Yeah. Are you going to fucking reach in your bag or your purse for a fucking slice of ketchup and just gnaw on that? Maybe. (laughs) I just mean, so, like, if you think about it, like, I I guess if I think about it like this, uh, the the application would be what, like, fishing or camping or, like, I, I feel like they're marketing this wrong. Like, it needs to be outdoorsy applications. What 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 situation do you are you ever in where you're like you know what I need ketchup but the damn thing about it is it's just too messy so no ketchup for How me. How much time you got? So if you're so one of the one of the the applications is they're using it in a grilled cheese sandwich, which is disgusting to me. Well, I mean, you, people might like it. You but dip a grilled cheese in tomato soup, right? Yeah, but it's different. Is it? It's different because this it? is all sugary and shit. It's catsup. It's not tomato sauce. Well, I mean, sugar occurs naturally in all All right. Fruits. Are you you're just saying that because the chicken this fucking thing is hot and Look, you're like a <laughs> No, I just I don't think it's that bad. I think maybe the cat I think maybe ketchup is not the right <clears throat> first. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's weird, right? If it were like a slice of Because uh... you don't put ketchup on deli meat. Yeah, exactly. Like uh that's traditionally I guess for hot foods or whatever. Yeah. Right. right. A brown mustard slice? You, have, you ever have like a fucking a travel burger that you're walking around with and then you're like, you know what would top this motherfucker off? Right. However, yeah. I I got my burger in my bag, but I did not grab yeah. uh, one packet of ketchup. Yeah. And it and the other thing is is it's not like it's any less wasteful than a packet of ketchup either. It's not. The it's more packaging involved in this fucking thing. Cause or at least the, as much, yeah. It's like a it looks like a resealable thing, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it is or not. Like the Ziploc type package. But either way, it's got this cellophane in between. Yeah, every individual it's very slice. Wasteful, man. Yeah, compared to what they're doing now. Plus, it does seem like a lot of ketchup for. It's fucking ketchup, any. man. Yeah, like you're not. I've never been in a situation where I've been like, I need ketchup. Like, what if it was What if it was hot sauce? No, well now you're talking like a like a Tabasco slice. Yeah, that would at least be interesting, right? Or a, uh, like I said, a deli mustard. Make a fucking jerky leather or something. Yeah, you can... Just jerky, probably. I mean, it sounds like a... I don't know. 
It just seems like What if a... it was drinks? What if uh because drinks can be so messy, what if you made like a slice of coke? Yeah. I mean that could be kind of something, right? There you go. We're just making slices of stuff now. Just do a slice of anything. What if what if you could take like a whole what if you could do this? What if you could take a whole delicious uh brined and deep fried turkey breast and then just slice it and you could just have a slice of it and you could just eat it whenever you wanted? Uh, that's a good idea. Is that just, uh, is that too crazy or just put one slice of turkey in your No, 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 no. That's just the thing. Is you can do a lot of different slices of turkey on there. Or you could even do chicken. <laughs> or you could even roast a whole beef side and just slice up the beef and put it on there too. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's get back to earth here. Okay. For a second. Get out of here. 24,000 of 15,000. This one this one got or did thanks to I think everybody sending us the email link. $24,000 and they're going to make it. Right, or they already have made it. Well, yeah, they they're they've got their money. I mean, like manufacturing. What money. else do you freaking want? You got your you got your money. Look at the fucking. Isn't that what Leia says to Han in yeah, Empire? Yeah, it is. You got your money. You got your money. <clears throat> God, kind of a bitch in that movie. Um, the rewards on this are insane, right? Uh, everything above twenty five dollars mm-hmm. is. Everything, every reward above $25 is three packs of slices. So you get 24 slices total. For, well, uh, but also bucks. $75, you also get a uh, phone charger? Is that true? Yeah. Look. Charge your sandwich, charge your phone. Oh, God damn it. Not sure what kind of sense that makes. Charge your sandwich, charge your phone. The, this reward comes with... Three packs of slice slice of sauce. God, I hate this fucking name too. Containing eight individual slices, uh, each in our signature recipe, ketchup flavor, and a portable universal cell phone charger. Why? For 150 bucks, you can get a Soul Cycle lesson. God damn it! Now 250 is where it starts get it gets interesting for me. Uh, they got sneak peeks of new flavors. So. What kind of flavors are you thinking? Uh, dog shit. Well, I don't think one. that would be very good. How about mayonnaise? Yeah. How about mayonnaise? Okay. This is that like a? I see what you're doing. Guy with AIDS. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. it and and it is funny, but I'm trying to. What about relish? Yeah. What about uh, dog shit? Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that's the slice of sauce, JF. Uh, and if you uh, pledge $2,500 or more, you get uh, invited to go to a private barbecue and slice tasting um, in Los Angeles. You have to live in Los Angeles because that's where they live. You don't have to live there. You could fly out there yeah, for yeah, the... You could fly out. I'm headed out to my big uh, slice uh, tasting. Hey, babe, you got the kids this week? Because, you know, I got my slice. I got the... Yeah, you know how we put a, put our fucking selves in debt, overdrafted, like big time? Yeah. Uh, it's because of this slice thing. And the slice thing I had to go to. Thing. So. so I'm going to be out of here. You take care of these fucking rug rats. Yeah. Peace. I got I to gotta get my slice on. You know me. That's the slice of sauce, JF. The next thing I got for you, Mike, this is something really interesting. We've never done this before. Okay. This is, uh, you know how normally in the six pack we do one thing? Per per sixth of the pack, yeah, one sixth of it. One sixth, one thing. one thing. It's been pretty easy for everyone to figure out so far. What I what I propose to you is that instead of doing one sixth, I do 
Well, I do one six, but I do two things of it at the same time. That's crazy. Well, let me explain to me what you're talking about, Jay. Okay. Well, here you go. Maybe this can shed some light on it for you. Oh my God! Is that a motherfucking kitty cat two pack? It's a kitty cat two pack here in the six pack. So I've got two things for you here. They're they're both going to be cat related. Um, first of all, this one goes to uh, the quick shout out to our friend Zeke, uh, who sent in this one. It's called Tail Toppers. It's for cat depression, Mike. Tail Toppers. So Tail Toppers looks like a uh, 3D printed thing you put on your cat's tail. Right. That's supposed to cure their depression. It says here, uh, it's well known. Grabbing a cat or dog by the nape of its neck would almost put the animal in a hypnotic or relaxed state. This is known as PIBI, pinch induced behavioral inhibition. I thought if only I could provide that elated feeling to my kitty throughout the day without being so intense. That's when I noticed uh, when scratching my bad sentence here. That's when I noticed when scratching my kitty by the base of its tail would relax and make him happy. I decided to do something about it. Um, so it's like a little weirdo Groucho Marx face. Or like a crazy eyes with a mustache, you know? And you put it on that cat's <clears throat> ass. Yeah, so the, this guy thinks that if you put something, like if you pinch the base of the cat's tail, right. it'll give the cat a good feeling. Um, the cat likes it when you... Um, pinch him. When you go around the back door. Like that. <laughs> So this thing covers the asshole of the cat, though. So if you you can't, uh, so you're, I guess you're not supposed to leave it on or something. What the fuck is going on? Your here? your cat can only experience pleasure for up to ten minutes at a time. Is that true? No, I mean that's just I read that in a medical journal. So can uh, speaking of experiencing pleasure for up to ten seconds at a time, Jay, yeah, you mm-hmm. know who also can only experience pleasure for ten seconds at a time. Long setup here is your wife. Mm-hmm. Because when she's having sex with you, right? Got so. it. Uh, very good. I said ten minutes instead of ten seconds, <laughs> um, but I think other than that, and then also insulting um, your only friend in this world. I think other than that, it was fairly good. So yeah, this is like a um, like one of those crappy, yeah, the Groucho Marx fucking glasses. They fucking you put them on, and you. It's like somebody else walked in the room. It's like, hey, where's? Um, <clears throat> let's role play, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm Bill Clinton. Um, uh, for the for the purposes of this sketch, um, I'm going to be uh, former President Bill Clinton. Um, okay. He, uh, let's see. Um, you probably know him from being played uh, by Phil Hartman in Saturday Night Live. Yep. Um, and I think he was also president during some of the <clears throat> '90s as well. So, uh, Bill Clinton, this is who I'm portraying in, in this I know uh, him scene. best because he got his fucking dick sucked in the Oval Office. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of presidents probably did. Yeah. So, I mean, you're saying it's just white guys who did that? <laughs> so, uh, I'll be Bill Clinton, and I'm going to be putting on the Groucho uh, Marx uh, mask, like glasses and mustache. Mm-hmm. And who are you going to be? I'll be a former intern for the Clinton administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her face? They gave the blowjob to that guy. Uh, allegedly, yeah. Yeah. Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, so... <clears throat> uh, uh, Monica, go go ahead and stop uh, sucking on my penis there. I got I got something to show you. All right, what's up? 
Um, well, uh, check, check, I got something in my drawer here. I got, uh, I got this old fashioned key ring, like the jailers do, like in the old West yeah, and the, key, yeah. where the dog would have it in his mouth and the prisoner would try to get the dog to come. That's to the, so hilarious. Yeah. It's kind of this thing I've been doing. The secret service doesn't like it, but I, I do like it. So I got this, uh, I got this key right here and just jingled and you get the little jingle and I'm going to open up this thing and I got this mask and I put this mask on. Look hey, at this. Hey, where'd you go? Yeah, it's me. Hey. It's me. Who is that? It's me. I'm. It's Bill. Clinton. Is that Groucho Marx from all the old fucking movies and shit? No. How old are you, by the way? I don't remember. Thirties. Yeah. So. Well. Forties. No, it's me. It's, I'll take it off now. It's me, the president. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There was some other guy here. Yeah. So basically, you could have that same effect with the cat's ass. Yeah. Where'd my cat's asshole go? Right. It was just here a second ago. Yeah. Looking, but now looking it's gone. everywhere for my cat's ass. Um, $36 of $20,000, proving once and for all that we don't care if our pets are depressed. Um, this one did not. Sleepy boy over here. Better wake the fuck up. This one did not get made, Mike. Um, It didn't get made for the second time, JF. Did you see that shit? Yeah. 0 for 2. Uh, 0 for 2. 0 for 2. That's kind of like, uh, that's like when you... Oh, God. O for two. Uh, o for two. Sounds like sounds like a zero. Okay, a zero for two. That sounds like Mike at the buffet because you're a zero and you're going up for two plates, which is not really enough plates to Jesus make it seem like it. It should have been like five. Yeah, o for something. five or something. Like that. Yeah, because yeah. two is like if you don't get two, you're not getting your money. Still money's pretty worth. good, man. I give you some points for that. Not bad. That's the cat ass thing. That's the cat. It's the tail toppers for depression. Uh, your your old cat can stay depressed. You know. Fuck them. Fuck them. Hey, what I got for you next? No, no, no. Don't <gasps> you remember, Mike? Oh, it's the... It's the kitty twofer, Mike. The kitty cat two-pack. Yeah, I forgot it's about that. It's the kitty that. cat two-pack. I forgot about that thing we just thought up five seconds before well, we pressed record. That's crazy. But, um, <clears throat> all right, so what's the second thing you got for us here? The second one is called the Pet, the pet, uh, pet Presso. Petpresso. It's the first smart care device for cats. It monitors their health, their diet, and more. It helps you take care of your cat schedule, feeding times and amounts, detect health problems in time, and put them on a diet and more. So it's this big fucking hulking RoboCop looking ass cat feeder. Um, and it's it wouldn't be the first one that's like a timed food thing. You've yeah. got pets. So you, you don't have them on a on a timer on a food timer, do you? <clears throat> Well, just an internal timer. They eat twice a day. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> no, no feeding. I would love if uh, my fucking animals were well behaved enough to like to have some kind of robotic fucking setup. Right. But now they're assholes. Yeah, they're no good. Um, but what this thing does is it slides out all of your cat's nutrition um, based on a timer or some shit, which is fine. That's you know what? That's fine. Um, but the weird part about this is that it pretends that your cats are, um, uh, important. Um, and so what it does is it, it weighs how much they're eating and lets you know how quickly they eat it. Um, and it, it, there is an app, of course, it lets you know how much water they're drinking. It gives you an alert if your cat's unhealthy based on the eating and drinking schedule. Um, the the food of course stays in this this airtight seal and then comes out as you know uh, however often you want it 
to come out and you can you can monitor the cat's progress <clears throat> on the fucking app. And uh, anyways, so it's just real dumb. It's a little uh, it's a little espresso type unit that has two sections on it: one for water and one for food. Right. And these have weight sensors in it, mm. so that's how it tells. That's right. Uh, how much is fucking eating? That's micromanage my cat. What the what the fuck do you think I, I love have counting going on? calories for my cat? God. Um, also, y- you can set up your veterinarian to get emails from your device, which your vet's gotta love. Yeah. Um, oh, this person who's been in here nine times this yeah. week is send, now sending me emails. Your about vet is going to basically cat. make uh, like seventy five dollars off of your cat over its lifespan. <laughs> So maybe leave them alone on the weekends, huh? <laughs> maybe they don't need to know that your cat hit the bathroom three times on a Sunday. It's probably not all that necessary. You don't need a backup battery on this. You don't need the multi-cat system. Here's a multi-cat system. A big fucking bowl. And if you don't get to the bowl, you don't eat. And that's called, uh, that's nature. Yeah. Um. You know, I've, I've had, uh, I have a multi-cat household. Now I'm I'm down to a single cat household. Um, you know, I loved my old cat. She was very sweet. Um, she only liked me and I miss her every day. But cats are not people. Um, and you can just put some kibble in a bowl for them and some water and then they'll tell you when it's gone. Cats are so fucking chill about their, their food schedules. Like yeah. Not, not like a dog or pig or some other fucking Because animal. the thing about the cat is it's up all night. Yeah. So what the fuck are you trying to do? Trying to make your cat eat for the eight hours you're walking around your house or whatever. They're up all fucking night. And you know that if you ever leave your bedroom door open and they walk in and climb on your head and fart. <laughs> because that's their whole shit. Like, that's what <clears throat> your cat lives for is to fucking walk around at night and mess shit up. And if you left a cup of water on the counter, they're going to knock it off. So doesn't make any sense to me that you would want to, like you said, micromanage your cat's life because your cat doesn't care and you shouldn't care either. So she just preys on the on the fear of like uh, animal owners not doing the best for their pets, right, or whatever. So it's like a yeah. Don't you want to fucking mm-hmm. know what's going on with your cat twenty four hours a day? The answer is I do not. I didn't. I don't at all. Like the little Pepito cat with the little webcam on it that yeah. goes in and out of the door or whatever on Twitter. Yeah, I don't need to know that. <laughs> Look, he's doing his own thing. It's fine. My cat doesn't go outside, but I still don't want to know what she's up to in here. I'll tell you what she's up to. She's up to destroying my uh, f- my fucking uh, footstool upstairs. Yeah. That's what she's doing. So thanks a lot for that. Thanks a lot, you fucking asshole. Send an email to my vet over it, bitch. Well, that was the kitty cat twofer. That's the kitty cat twofer, Jaya. That's destined to come back. <laughs> I love the idea of just doing a thing one time and just never mentioning it ever again. Mm-hmm. Like the Yes Sandler stuff or whatever. Oh, God, I love it. Never doing it again. <laughs> uh, let's let's see what uh, what else we have here on these. What was it? The six pack, you said? I think that's what it is, yeah. Uh, this is called The Wicked Kitchen, JF. It's the first Juggalo cookbook. So it's a it's a it's a juggalos being yeah juggalos the preferred nomenclature for uh, fans of ICP the band the insane clown posse violent J shaggy two dope 
twisted anybody killer the, those whole the whole gang over there yeah uh this is this is a cookbook for them and you're bas- you're a big fan of it as well right i mean look <laughs> to start out like yeah well it's at, like this at first i mean it was just a joke to me but no um not a fan don't listen to icp i did listen to him in like fifth grade though that's a yeah. dark that's a dark mike secret I listened to ICP in like fifth grade. Damn. Did I've you... told this story before on the pod, I think. The two brothers that I used to hang out with in fifth grade, they would cuss. Their parents would let them cuss. So I was like, these guys are fucking cool. Right. And so they they listened to like ICP and stuff. And that's uh, who I hung out with in fifth grade. Shout out to Matt Tinez if you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. So. I felt like it was going to be a Matt for sure. Yeah. Matt, Sean, Kyle. Yeah. All three of those guys. The the Wicked Kitchen, the first Juggalo cookbooks. It's a dope cookbook. It says here by Matt Tinez. It's a dope <laughs> it's a creative. dope cookbook full of comedy, great tips, and all that wicked shit we come to love, it mm-hmm. says here. I want to get this published. That's in the description uh title. What of does it. that acronym stand for? Much motherfucking wicked clown love. M M F W. CL. Did you look that up or did you know that? I didn't look that up because I knew much motherfucking clown love is an acronym that they use. I knew that from like way back. So I just inferred that that's, that's what that uh, stands for. Anyway. Um, Jesus. There's a lot you don't know about me, Jay. Yeah. I know that um, right now. There's so many cookbooks out there and so many recipes. But yo, check it. So this is a white guy doing this. All right. Let's well, just get Well, yeah. The, uh, but all juggalos are white guys, right? <sighs> Yeah, I think it's like 90% white guys. Yeah. 10% like nerdy black guys who mm. like D&D. Yeah. But uh hey, there's so many uh, cookbooks out there. But most of them be full of straight bullshit. You Oof. heard me? That's what the guys saying. It's reminiscent of the fucking uh Thug Kitchen thing that came out a long time ago. It is, yes. Where the two white people were like, "Oh, we got to put rap in a cookbook." Mm-hmm. And then it like blew up and sold a lot of fucking things. Became extremely successful. So yeah. this guy was like, "That was a good idea," and that sold a bunch of things. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna use these Juggalo people to yeah. sell my cookbook. Thing. I'm gonna make a way worse version of that. Yeah, it's not even good, right? I looked at some of the pages and shit on the video. Awful. Yeah. This is the first all. This is the first all wicked cookbook for Juggalos all around the world, from little baby ninjas. To our down ass elder clowns. I don't think elder clowns is a thing in the. And I, de- I definitely don't think that babies need cookbooks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think they're saying baby ninjas. So ICP, this is fine. ICP says ninjas because they can't say N word. Because so they they're white guys. They yeah. ninjas. So I guess that what he's saying is from like if you're a new ninja oh. to like an, an elder clown, which again, I don't think is a real thing. They're like 35. But, and even some of Speaking the... Speaking of, how old are you? Uh, 30, 30, I'm in the mid-30s, right, okay. I think. Um, it says, uh, and even some of the haters, because everybody deserves a dope meal once in a while. So he's making this for uh, guys like you. Oh, wow. Just hate on the uh, fucking Dark Carnival. I just hate the family aspect of it. Yeah. Because they're all a family, and that's what I really hate. Uh, we spent years gathering recipes from fam all over the globe. Mm-hmm. Chinese ninjas, Egyptian ninjas, even Greek ninjas. And again, they say ninjas because they can't say N-word. Right. This book's got everything a ninja needs to make sure their kitchen is a wicked kitchen. 
Don't know shit about utensils? We got that. Don't know what the beep pesto is? We got that. (laughs) Not sure what kind of fago to pair with duck liver? Ninja, we got that. Now, fago, can you explain that to somebody who's not a part of the dark carnival? So fago is a soda pop Mm -hmm. uh, from... Up in the fucking Michigan area. Yeah, and it's something you grew up drinking probably as well. Uh, I don't think that I grew up drinking it. The Red Pop's super good. They have a cotton candy that's super good also. Right. But um, they... they Trashing. They drink... They... they The ICP uh, drink it. And the, they, they throw it on people in their concerts. And that's what they're known for. Right. The concerts. The very cheap soda throwing it on their fans. Yeah, because it's like a quarter for like a two liter or something stupid. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this guy's got the funny idea to say, well, oh, let's pair Fago with different uh, dishes or whatever. It could be. That's funny. That could be pretty pretty freaking funny, yeah. Enjoy recipes like the Devil's Nuts, mm-hmm. both with Z's there, the Devil's What nuts. do you think that one is? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> fucking, you I don't, don't know. I'm going to say, uh, say stuffed Kalamata olives. <clears throat> I was going to say, um, you know, those candied walnuts you get mm. around the holidays Ooh, those are good uh the the nedden grains what is now what does that mean nedden is a word for a woman's pussy in the icp why language. is what is that i don't know i don't remember why well, no you probably do but you just there's a track there's a track on the this is very funny that i'm gonna say this on yeah. this podcast but mm-hmm. on the album the great malenko by right. icp they have a song called the nedden game and it's like a skit half okay. skit half game over game show thing anyway that's that's how i know because they <clears throat> it means woman's pussy so that would it'd be like the pussy grains yeah and again i have no idea what that could entail so i mean but that could be like a uh like a granola bar i guess so yeah right yeah shaped like a pussy right. violent jaeger schnitzel okay so, so that's probably just a very s- standard just a Shangri Lasagna. Okay, again, just lasagna because Shangri La is what they call heaven or whatever. Yeah, in their mythology. Yeah, um, bananas foster child, which doesn't really make sense. It's just kind of twisted. That's just like a, a foster standard child. Jeopardy before and after yeah. type. Uh, help make Wicked History today. Secure your copy of the Wicked or the Wicked. The sorry, Wicked. THA, yeah. the Wicked Kitchen. Um. <clears throat> Says the real challengers will be the haters at the bottom. That's as the always, one thing right? Stopping, stopping anyone from achieving success is the haters. So, yeah, you're preaching to the choir on that one. I don't think this is a real dude. I tried to look him up and see if he was like an actual like ICP guy. Because if he was, he would be all over the forums or whatever. Right? Yeah, or if he was, it would be slightly okay. But I think I feel like it's just like some dude taking advantage of like it. One thousand percent is somebody doing a bit, um, and I don't really like the bit. Um, Seven hundred sixty-five bucks at fifteen hundred bucks. Forty-one days to go, so he's got himself a lot of lead time here. I, I think people will uh, wise up. I, I don't think the real Juggalo Nation is behind this. Well, they're not called Juggalo Nation. <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> just <laughs> coming in with one more term. Yeah. Well, they're actually called it. I don't know. But um, that's Cl- the Wicked they're Kitchen. Called clown Heads. Yeah, Clown Heads. What's the little uh, What's the little guy named? The little guy. The little ICP guy with the mallet or with the. Oh, it's the Hatchet Man. I think it is. Just the, the Hatchet the, Man. The guy. The little logo thing is that we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, Hatchet Man. Wow. <clears throat> so real, real pathetic individual. So. <laughs> 
Well, that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, the the Juggalo like to drink uh, something called Fago, mm. which, like you said, is a cheap uh, soda pop from their part of the world, the the upper Midwest. Um, I think I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that same concept. It's something that people love to drink. I'm going to move on over to Italy. Um, what do they love to drink in Italy? Oh, oh, I love my wine. Fucking olive oil. My olive oil. Oh. Love olive oil. Oh, you can see all the guys on the corner just chugging olive oil. Right. Bums passed stumbling out. around. Bums passed out with EVOO right beside him. Yep, it's tragic. Yeah, that's sad, but you know they deserve it. Um, this is called Simix. Simix Italy, with or without alcohol. You decide. Same taste. Same. Uh, look, so the idea behind this is they're releasing a line of beverages. They're promising a line of beverages that uh, you can either get with or without alcohol that will taste the same whether or not there is alcohol in it. Um, and for some reason, that's uh, good, they think. So it says, not only do our non-alcoholic aperitifs taste more or less identical to their alcoholic counterparts, there's also no way to tell just by looking at them which drink is 5.3% proof and which is virgin. Our target group is not so easy to identify because our products have no real limitations. They are just as popular among both men and women, young and old. Um, so that's sort of... Uh, that's I think that's what my problem is with it, is that, first of all, there's no way that that's accurate um, yeah. because anything that has alcohol in it, you're going to be able to tell. Um what what's the drink that comes to mind for you where it's it's the most difficult to identify the alcohol in it or whether there is alcohol in it what uh, what's the closest you've come to being fooled i guess uh baby calm i think it was a big oh, one geez. for me well <laughs> i mean you could <sighs> Aper- aperitif JF is what this is. And as you know, an aperitif is an alcoholic beverage usually served before a meal to stimulate the appetite. Okay, it sounds like you're just reading that definition. No, not. Okay, you didn't just do command W. Mm, don't know what that is? Okay. I'm on a Mac. Okay. So, yes, uh, that's right. So typically, you know, a, a classic aperitif in Italian cuisine would be uh, la Mm-hmm. So just a little bit, like a little fruity... Uh, slightly alcoholic, um, sweet but a little bit acidic uh, beverage to kind of get those uh, those gut juices going, um, and this is the same idea that there, it's going to be a, this is going to be a fruit beverage um, that it says that you're not going to be able to tell if there's booze in it or not. So here's a couple problems I have with that. Number one, it's uh, actually booze tastes good, so it's good to taste booze in your cocktails. So I reject the notion that you shouldn't be able to taste booze. Um, I also don't believe that it's possible to not be able to tell if there's booze in it because I think the closest I've come is probably like those not your father's blank, blank, blanks, you know? Yeah. Not your father's like Mountain Dew or whatever they are now. Um, Those come fairly close, but there's no mistaking them for the actual thing. Yeah, so you can always tell. You can always tell that it's different. You may not be able to say, oh, there's the bite of vodka or whatever, because it's not vodka. It's malt liquor. So a lot of us don't know what malt liquor tastes like in a vacuum, so it's not easy to identify that component of the flavor profile. Um, Can't get in the goddamn vacuum because it's so small. I got I got a Dyson. Yeah. If there were some kind of fly situation where it could shrink you down. If you could just, yeah. Or maybe you could just go in with the vacuum. It's like the eighth iteration of us. 
I think that's re-explaining. That's a lot of a lot of them will get cut. Time so travel, yeah, shrinking. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, but then the other part is is uh, maybe there's a moral quandary to not being able to tell if there's alcohol in a beverage. Um, yeah. Especially when it comes to saying stuff like men and women, young and old. That's kind of bothersome. So uh, I'm going to play this video. I don't think there's any. Um, I don't think there's any dialogue in this, but we can kind of talk over it because I know you haven't seen it. So yeah. give me your running commentary on this video as as we play it. Wow. All right, so we've got sort of a party scene here. Bunch of white people. Well, I mean they're Italian, so um, they're dancing. They're having a big time. Guy's looking at his watch. He's setting his drink down. He's like, we gotta go. Yeah, Putting his got, coat on babe, his old lady. We gotta go. They are as stylish as could possibly be. Okay, she calls for a taxi. He says, no, what are you, fucking crazy? Here's my Ferrari right here. She says, no. With or without alcohol. And then he looks and winks at the camera. The fuck does that mean? So, so she, yeah. she thought he was, like, fucking wasted. She thought he was hammered the whole time. And he was, like, winking. Turns out he was grabbing her... And, and acting a fool, just stone cold sober. Yeah. So it kind of shines a different light on it. He's a fucking... He's just a pervert. Abuser or yeah. something. Simics Italy, be a pervert. No one will know. Um. So the gag is that you're... you're uh, so you he's can, taking the drunk drink He's it. taking the drunk girl home. Yeah. So how's this not like spiking a drink? <laughs> kind of maybe twisted it beyond Is that not exactly... <laughs> but is that not the same shit, though? The thi- so they're trying to say, like, you can drink this uh, with or without alcohol. You can have it alcoholic or non-alcoholic. You can do the same thing with, like, beer or whatever. They got the... What is the non-alcoholic uh, yeah. beer? Yeah. Yeah. They, they have it. Yeah, of course. Can't even name the non-alcoholic beer. I forget. Sad. I've had them, but I don't remember what it is. O'Duls. O'Duls, yeah. Oh, is that all you were going to say? Well, you just wanted to say. land on the brand of it? Kind of. I started thinking for a second about the Duels factory. But, the, but this is what I'm saying. Don't you think it's the same shit, like, as, like I said, as, as spiking the drink? The whole the, the idea behind spiking the drink is the illusion will be that you are the same level of intoxication. But the truth of the matter is that she is vulnerable where you are not. I guess. And is that not what is depicted in this commercial? <laughs> I think it's a She's like, Oh, I you're drunk. Let's couple. go home and have a good time. I think they're a couple And he's and, like, Haha, uh, this this has been the machinations of my entire evening. Yeah. He went to some dark places in this. I'm just uh, well, I'm yeah, they're fucking yeah. Italian. Yeah, they're Italian. Weren't they allied with the, the Nazis or whatever well, in World yeah, War Two? They were, they were Jesus. Jesus. I don't know my history, so that might be wrong, but And don't write in if we're wrong, but Italy was definitely one of the Axis powers. Yeah, and they still are to this day, I believe. So they won't. They won't take that L, dude. They won't give it up. Take the L. You know what, fam? Take the L. Um, a hundred and eighteen dollars of ninety-eight thousand dollars. So speaking of taking the L, I think they're going to take an L on this one. Turns out people don't want pre-bottled cocktails slash mocktails with no difference between the two. Um, kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense from basically any angle. The only angle this makes sense from is. I want to get drunk, but I don't want to taste booze, which is the child's point of view. Yeah. So. Children know. love. They have. Don't they? Kids drink wine over in Italy. Everything's all fucked up over there. Yeah. Kids fucking boozing up. Right. Nazis allied or whatever. Yeah. Crazy. I'm never going to Italy. It's a big mess. Um. All that art. Not even. All right, JF. What I got for you next is a real. The real slobber knocker. Okay. I've only heard that used to refer to wrestling matches. Yeah, I don't think they knock slobber anywhere else except for the squared circle. 
Well, well, yeah, I guess in front of a capacity crowd, yeah, I guess they do, yeah. Um, I got JR's face. Yeah, basically just melted off. His yeah, talks like this now. Yeah, he a bunch of strokes. Tragic. Yeah, tragic. You saved it there. <laughs> saved it by good save. being very kind at the end. You could say whatever you want. Uh, you remember fucking Christopher Reeves, the guy who fell off the horse. He's like now he's he walks around like a Christopher Reeves. Right. Yeah. What yeah. a what an upset. Yeah, kind of messed up. Thing. And his family oh. too. Like. Sad for everybody yeah. involved. Right. You can say whatever you want about anybody. If you just do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, I will. Uh, I will use that. Um, this is called "Help Save Toys R Us." Okay. It's a. I don't want to grow up because I'm, I'm a Toys, Toys R Us kid, kid. and Millie, now the company's going under yeah. because of, of uh, uh, the debt that's taken on by billionaire investing uh, mutual fund companies. That's how it went. You knew it if you were a true Toys R Us kid. Like yeah. Us. If you if you didn't know that one, you weren't a true kid. Um, they had all these uh, stores like uh, KB Toys and Toys R Us. Yeah. There was another one. They had another. Uh, there was another one that was in the mall. KB Toys and can't think of it right now. Definitely Walden Books was in there. Didn't have toys, but all closed down now because uh, all the malls. They found out kids don't have any money. The joke about that, yeah, because the kids would down because yeah. the kids. A lot of times, I think what would happen in these stores is the kids would go in, take out these loans for these right toys that they couldn't pay off. Yeah, so the bank had to come in and say, yeah. "Hey, hey, listen, we're uh, we're taking back the toys." And oh, by the way, you know, talking to the kid, but you're not getting paid now, shutting you down for predatory loan practices. The kid, the kids is either open up their wallet and a moth flies out, mm-hmm. but it's like a rainbow colored moth, you know, because it's kind of fun like, moth. It's fun. Uh, this is help save Toys R Us. Um, it is a, as, as you could imagine, a GoFundMe to uh, buy. And we've talked about this before, Mike. GoFundMe's are typically a great sign, of course, in this day and age that there is a health problem going on. But more cynically speaking, GoFundMe's are, uh, well, one advantage that GoFundMe has over Kickstarter campaigns, at least, is that uh, whatever money is donated gets taken. So with Kickstarter, generally speaking, there has to be a uh, product that is that that is that comes to market. They have to meet these certain demands uh, yeah. before they, they clear that cash. And the biggest one of all is whatever they set their goal to be. If you, uh, if you have a CD on Kickstarter... You got to make that fucking CD. If you yeah. have a something on GoFundMe, you don't have to do shit. Yeah, they just give you the money, regardless. And it's hard to criticize that too much because, again, most of it is like uh, I'm dying of cancer, and yeah. I would like my last months to have like uh, some you ever see those new cancer videos. guys who are like walking around. They're like, oh, uh, I got oh, cancer. And yeah, like, oh, it's kind of uh, systemic of how what our society is like, <laughs> uh, the healthcare situation, everything like that. Unreal every time. <laughs> you got you have me going one way, you go the other way. I'm zigging, you're zagging. Unbelievable. Well, this is uh, this is not about cancer, except for if you're talking about the cancer that is capitalism. Mm, nice. So, I don't, I can't really expand on that. That's just the that was sort of my tagline for capitalism. It. I'll say that for it. That's pretty good. Yeah. But then also, it kind of it's kind of sets you up for crumbianism mm. as well. Yeah. Help save Toys R Us. They have two hundred million dollars of one billion. Is that right, Jam? Well, uh, Mike, I you know what? So this is a pretty successful in there. Do you have two hundred million? They already yeah two hundred yeah two hundred million yeah that's 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 more than most people make in a lifetime. I think. Yeah, I've barely made half that just off this show. 
So I don't know if if I'll ever get to two hundred million. But uh, what I think is going on here, this is just my um, this is my speculation. You, the 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 person who created this campaign is called Save Toys R Us. Uh, if you click on that profile, it is a private profile. Um, and then, of course, the two hundred million comes from um, a separate uh, investor uh, called Isaac Larian. Um, Isaac Larian is leading a group of investors in the campaign to save Toys R Us, is what it says in the uh, frequently asked questions here. Uh, Isaac Larian is the CEO of MGA Entertainment, um, uh, and MGA Entertainment, along with other investor associates, have pledged over $200 million toward a $1 billion goal. However, and this is a big however here, Mike, MGA Entertainment is not involved in this endeavor. Uh, So MGA Entertainment did not put up this GoFundMe. Isaac Larian did not put up this GoFundMe. Whatever remains of Toys R Us and their uh, dead uh, owner um, that has nothing to do with this, I don't know who is doing anything um, with this. They don't say who it is, um, but it does say that all of the toys and experience-related prizes are contingent upon a successful acquisition of Toys R Us. So, uh, I don't know a lot about capitalism, like I said, but uh, acquisition, it's not like you go to the Toys R Us and just buy the fucking toy that's there. Yeah, they closed down. You can't do it anymore. Okay. <clears throat> so Maybe I should rephrase. So, <clears throat> when you go to the grocery store and you see a carrot for sale, mm-hmm. and they say, like... Uh, like this carrot's going to be what? Like, what's a carrot? Like thirty dollars. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So thirty dollars, right? So you take thirty dollars up to the front and you hand the thirty dollars to the cashier. The cashier doesn't get to say, uh, mm-mm. "The carrot." Now the carrot is worth a lot more. Actually, yeah. I just want to keep the carrot. He doesn't get to say that because number one, it's not his carrot; it's the store's carrot. But I'm, maybe that's obfuscating the, the the point here. The point is, is you can't just walk into the boardroom and say, "Here's the money I wanted. The, I want the company now," because the company's not for sale. Yeah, it's closed. Yeah, it's bankrupt. So, so the, what are you buying here? Nothing. <clears throat> You're buying nothing. The 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 per, the thing that you brought up earlier. What's a uh, Isaac Larian? Yeah, the two hundred million dollars that he has, quote unquote, pledged. He's the CEO of MGA Entertainment. JF. Yeah. And MGA Entertainment owns such properties as Little Tykes. Right. Brats. Right. Something called Num Noms. <laughs> okay. Well, I know what those are, but I'm not going to pretend. Do you? For real? Yeah, Num Noms. They're just a little num-noms. piece of crap. Oh, nice. That's your prick. They got uh, on there. Okay. Your prick. <laughs> it's not my prick. It's something else. But Let me read you some of this article here I found from the Washington Post. Democracy dies in darkness. That's right. The Washington Post. Isaac Larian, the billionaire toy executive behind Bratz, Little Tykes, and LOL Surprise Dolls, wants to save Toys R Us. But first he wants you to pony up. Larian, the chief executive of toy giant MGA Entertainment, says he and other investors have raised $200 million to to acquire parts of the bankrupt retailer. Now they want the public to contribute $800 million through the crowdfunding site GoFundMe. Okay, so they have they've signed off on this, mm-hmm. but it's maybe not them. We don't know. We don't know exactly who is behind this. We just know that they're saying, "Yeah, you should do the rest." Yeah, my guess is is uh, they're pledging their investment money towards all the real estate owned by Toys R Us because just like in the case of Sears, 
um, whose billionaire investor is bleeding it dry by taking over the real estate and leasing it back to them. Um, the only thing that's worth anything with these giant retail conglomerates anymore that have been surpassed uh, and uh, and overlooked in the era of modern e-commerce is the bricks that make up the building that they sit in. So uh, at any rate, whether it's whether it's a scam based on who's doing it or a scam based on how it would actually get done, it's a scam nevertheless and a really uh, gross one based on the huge amount of money uh, that they're trying to get out of the public um, for it. Yeah, they've quote-unquote pledged $200 million, but the it's sitting at $200,055,000, which means $55,000 right. has been pledged to it. Flush down the toilet, Yeah, essentially. Children need a place to play, he said in this article here. Which, of course, is frowned upon in retail establishments. I can't imagine a world where that doesn't exist anymore, he says. Yeah. Some fucking bleeding heart businessman over here. Yeah, you know how <laughs> businessmen are always like that. Larian is a soft spot for Toys R Us, he says. He sold his first toy, a walkie-talkie, to the mega retailer in 1979. Ah, that's a classic tale. Wow, yeah. Love yeah. to hear. I love starting my business in 1979. Real heartbreaking fucking tale about a guy who sold his first product in 1979. Yeah, if only that guy could have been around when uh, Toys R Us was uh, going bankrupt. That would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> to maybe stop them from doing that thing where they uh, where they took all the debt on and then bought the store and then uh, left the store with all the debt and then kicked everybody out of there with their jobs and such. Five dollars. To forty nine dollars, you yeah. get a Toys R Us Save Toys R Us bumper sticker. So you can get like forty nine bucks in there. You get a goddamn bumper sticker. Yeah, you're kind of an idiot if you're if you're pledging forty nine. You could just pledge fifty and get a bumper sticker and a special edition uh, num nom. Mm. Which, if you don't know, so it sounds like a lot of people don't know, based on the fact that fifty percent of the people in this room don't know. Mm-hmm. A num nom is like a, a little uh, tiny. Um, uh, piece of garbage, and yeah. it's sometimes shaped. I told like you a... they sold your prick. Okay, from earlier, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so you had it right. Fine. <laughs> Num noms. Go get some today. That's what that Kickstarter was about. Um, yeah, it's a grift for sure. Yeah, man, it's not good. This is the new economy. Um. The, the same people who are bleeding uh, companies dry and um, and removing jobs from the economy will turn around and not only blame you for it by saying you spent too much money on Amazon and you didn't uh, go to the store anymore, but will also then ask you for more money to bring it back and charge you more money. Yeah, that's cool. It's pretty awesome. Um, donate to the Toys R Us thing so I can go there and buy more stuff. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty great. I was reading some article earlier where um, I, I don't fucking know what it was. I think it was like the, I think it was like a local paper or something like that. Was, but they were like yeah, a fat guy's quarterly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said that uh, Donald Trump was considering uh, using GoFundMe to for the border wall to raise funds. So I went on and searched uh, GoFundMe to see like uh, if there were any uh, fucking campaigns. Mm-hmm. A ton of them. By the people who you would most likely suspect to have created a GoFundMe for the border wall. Right. Methed out people from Terre Haute, Indiana or something. Yeah. Sad to see that. Actually. <laughs> because, <laughs> the, because, I mean, what else do they have now? The factory's all left. And Toys R Us is gone. Toys R Us is gone. But anyway, they all have like $30 pledged to them. Sad. Hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, man. For your 30 bucks. Hey. 
anyway, that's it. Let's save Toys R Us. Um, ten days they've uh, they've gone on this. Two hundred million dollars in just ten days. Quite a pace. Well, Mike, um, the last one that I per- that I personally have, yeah, the last one I, that I'm going to do right now, mm-hmm. um, it's called the sixty second salad maker. Uh, this is this is fascinating to me. It is something unlike anything I can remember having been on this show uh, before. And and uh, to that to that point, I'm going to go ahead and play the video right now. So check it out. Everyone loves a fresh, healthy salad. But to prepare a salad at home, you have to wash and rinse the lettuce, slice and chop all of the ingredients, and then slice and chop some more. What a chore. Introducing the all-new 60-Second Salad. Finally, a fast, easy, virtually mess-free way to enjoy a healthy salad every day. The 60-Second Salad is designed to hold all of your ingredients. These unique slits take all the hassle out of rinsing and straining and allow you to chop the ingredients all at once. Just cut through the slits in one direction, then rotate the wave cam top for a perfect no-mess crosscut. In just seconds, your ingredients are perfectly chopped, and your garden fresh salad is ready to eat. Watch again. The 60 Somehow this goes on for another minute. I don't know what they could possibly be explaining past the 46-second mark of this infomercial, but I thought it was very interesting that this is essentially an infomercial. Yeah. They shot it like one. They did the black and white scary thing yeah, you can't figure your life out thing crazy there's got to be a better way yeah they do that bit they do the crazy upbeat music the the uh agog narrator action shots and everything like that. it's very odd the way that they shot this um weird that they put in like a picture of a fat guy with his pants falling down <laughs> but i was like well, how did you even get into jesse's house he hasn't even moved in the goddamn uh, thing yet okay i was gonna say turn your monitor on but you got there for me that's fine <laughs> um so the cool thing about this is it's actually produced uh, by a company called Jellup, which Jellup. sounds like a uh, one of those fake companies from Ren and Stimpy, which this is the last week you can get those references out, so um, <laughs> enjoy that while you can. Um, but Jellop is a company that claims to have been behind um, the, uh, let's see, but they don't even, oh, it's Pebble. Uh, the Pebble Watch, we all remember. Um, Peak Design, which it says here is the, uh, let's see, maybe the one of the most funded backpacks, I guess. A uh, million dollars there. Most funded luggage project. Um, the Giro and the Centio, the most funded hardware project. A lot of stuff you've never heard of unless you're scrolling down Kickstarter all the time. But this is like a, uh, this is a company that says, we're going to take your your garbage shit and we're going to make you a lot of money by uh, advertising on Facebook essentially. Yeah. So, you know, Facebook, I don't know if you've seen this, Mike, Facebook's in the news lately uh, due to their advertising practices. <clears throat> so it kind of makes you wonder, and I have nothing to back this up, whether Jellup is um, essentially the Cambridge Analytica of Kickstarter campaigns. Yeah, they do all those fucking. Uh, you're on Facebook and you see those uh, videos or whatever for this crazy new product you got to see. Right, it's some stupid shit like this. Unclear if it's been shared because it's funny or because it's good or because they thought you might want it or because yeah. they want it. It's no way to know. All they know is that it gets a share, and they're able to micro-target that on Facebook and Google. It says here, so high precision advertising. That to me is like a very. Uh, that that's like a really um hmm best foot forward way of saying 
we're we're targeting people based on like anything our algorithm can spit out about them. Yeah. So uh, if they think you're the kind of person who's going to eat this salad, you probably have already heard about it. Um, because it made $335,000 um, of a $5,000 goal. Uh, and this was made last year uh, in the spring um, just for 14 bucks. Um, they made this thing. Can we buy? Is it for sale now? Can we buy it? We can. Yeah, there's a big order now button. Oh yeah, there's a the big order. I now. like I like on uh, Kickstarter where they they were like uh, Kickstarter is not a store. Right. A big warning that they have, and they're like buyer beware or whatever. And now they have the big order now button on the Kickstarter. Yeah, and if you click order now, you go to sixty second. You get to, you go to backerkit dot com, and then you can pre order it. Estimated shipping date May twenty seventeen. We should buy it for the gadget hole, Jay. Well, whenever May 2017 <clears throat> comes around, um, I look forward to uh, getting get it. on that, yeah. In May of 2017. Well, it's got to happen sooner or later, right? May 2017? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um, last update here, four months ago, final batch of salad makers arriving to Fulfillment Center. So presumably from there, everything went according to plan, and everyone has their 60-second salad maker in hand. So... Uh, I guess ignoring for the moment um, the chances that this uh, did not get into everyone's hands uh, um, and also the extremely bizarre world we now live in where social networks um, and other data aggregators have us uh, predictable down to the like and share as far as what we will do online. Uh, This seems like a really uh, shitty product. Very funny I've never taken like any of that stuff seriously, like the Facebook likes and stuff. Right. Always gone in there when I had an account or whatever. Um, I would just like poop and pee or like cat poop. Yeah. Or like having diarrhea or something <laughs> like that. So the 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 thing, I guess, but like, you know, normal people don't do that. So I could see how right. the likes are a factor in what they would like or be interested in. Yeah, of course. But, um... <clears throat> I always thought there was something weird about, like, fucking saying what band you like. This is the band I like. Self-categorizing. Yeah. What's the point of that? Super weird. Yeah, man. Society is, like, uh, super messed up. Society. Don't even get me started. Yeah. I know. It sucks. Um, Yeah, it seems like a bad product, but I guess I can't ignore the fact that people aren't getting these for too long. Um, Diok Kim on March 21st says, still waiting for an update, guys. Alexander Cho, six days ago, says, never received mine. Please send. Um, let's see. Uh, Patrick Mahan Jr. says, I received an email December 12th informing me that my salad maker was shipped and was in transit. It's March 16th, and the shipping trapping, tracking information is still the exact same as it was on December 12th. So uh, a lot of people are not. It says, I received my tracking number two months ago. Still processing. Haven't gotten mine. Uh, haven't gotten mine. Um, pretty good so uh obviously not happening for people but uh also uh what an insane concept that uh you would have such a hard time making a salad or that anyone would need a salad done quickly um my experience with these kitchen uh what out brown would call unitaskers is not very good um they only do one thing and they don't even do that thing very well because they're big plastic pieces of shit so uh, at the 12 dollar or 14 dollar purchase price uh, point you can't really you big kitchen gadget guy i love the idea of a kitchen gadget i love the the idea that i could have the tool for the job yeah 
I never do the job. Right. So I would say at one time I was big into kitchen gadgets, but now that I live with a wife who is a very picky eater, mm-hmm. um, and of course two children who are really not doing me any favors in the adventurous eating area. Yeah, I don't get to bring out the springform pan and make a cheesecake anymore because then I'm just going to eat a whole fucking cheesecake. Yeah, and that's no fun. Well, I mean, it is, but <laughs> you can't do that, you know. Um, <clears throat> so the other thing to me about the gadgets is unless you have like an unreal organization system or you just don't have that many things, mm-hmm. then you can't use it because you forget you have it. Or you can't find it when you want it, and then what's the point of it? If that's you... the big. It's the that's the fucking. It's the great thing about uh, making these things. Yeah, is you you create, I guess, a need. It's an artificial need, right? In your consumer's mind, and then they get it, and they don't even use it, or they forget about it. But you don't give a shit because you got the money, right? So it's like a it's perfect fucking scam. I love infomercial stuff. Um, I do love infomercials, actually. I I used to watch the Ronco thing all the yeah, time. Yeah. It's captivating in a, in a certain bizarre way. Like the the call and uh, response, said it, and forget it. Yeah. You know, the audience goes crazy. Um, it's very weird how easily conditioned we all are. Sure, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, easily conditioned. Uh, too bad I can't see the same thing. About your hair. So that is the six pack, everybody. You know what it is. Um, Let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more. Your Kickstarter sucks right after this. That's where you come in. That's where you come in, Mike. This is the mailbag portion of the show. If you would like your letter read, I would say, uh, well, uh, send an email. Send an yeah, e- email is probably up, the best. We set up an email account specifically this for week yeah for uh, right for you to write in. So your Kickstarter sucks at gmail dot com. If right. you can't type sucks because you got a parent there with you and looking over your shoulder. Uh, have somebody else type it in for you. Yeah, uh, if if you do have a parent over your shoulder, type POS into the instant message box, and we'll know it stands for parent over shoulder. Yeah, don't type it into Google because uh, Jesse's photo will pop up. This has been a rough one for me. Yeah, I've been nailing you. You've been really nailing me to the cross on this one, which is appropriate given the <laughs> holiday. It is right Easter. It's Easter yeah. Sunday, yeah. I'm going to roll back that rock and come out and start knocking some fucking heads together just like Jesus did. Uh, Christopher writes... Here's a tip. Oh, he's talking about your uh, broken ankle here. So. Right. Okay. Thank here's you. A, here's a tip I learned to heal a broken ankle. Rub a bunch of cum on it. I think Christopher's thinking of a broken heart. Yeah. Thank you, Christopher, though. Um, appreciate that. Yeah, I haven't rubbed anything on it. Nothing topical because it is a bone inside my body. So yeah. I've kind of stayed away from rubbing things on it at this point. But I'll look into it for okay. sure. Uh, looking here again, it doesn't say Dr. Christopher, so... That may be a reason why he got that wrong. He's not a doctor. Maybe 13 <clears throat> reasons why. What's that? Oh, okay. It's a Netflix show. Oh, I didn't watch it. No. Check it on uh, Netflix. <laughs> I've heard of Stranger Things, but you know it's kind of one of those. Sponsored by. Yeah. yeah. No, right. Lewis writes, uh, hey, guys, long time, second time. Obviously, a lot of the times you guys are pretty blasted when doing the pod. What happens when you're going home after you're done? What's the official 
YKS drunk driving stance. Mine is typically with my right foot on the accelerator. Yeah. That's how I normally do it. I think if you if you drink a bunch of beers yeah. and then get in the car, yeah. if you go f- as fast as you can, the cops will just say, forget about it. He's too fast. Yeah. I'm not chasing that guy. Right. Well, at a certain point, you're putting more people in danger by chasing me. Yeah. So really, whose fault is it? And I think if you... Uh, I think you're in more danger of just killing yourself uh, oh, if yeah. you're going very fast than you are if you're going like the normal speed yeah. with traffic around you. You got to outrun that traffic. And I think that's what the secret to drunk driving is. Mm-hmm. Just uh, speed. To speed. To speed, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Lewis, I hope that uh, answered your question. Yeah. <clears throat> in all um, seriousness, I mean, don't don't drink and drive. I mean, it's for real. I mean, don't do it unless it's like, you just feel like doing it. Yeah, unless you got to, or unless you feel like it, it or if you're bored. If you, you if you, I mean, if you feel fine, mm-hmm. and if you know that you'll be mostly sober by the time you get home, I think you should. Don't drink and drive though, for real, because you yeah. might spill your beer. Yeah, so don't, that's don't pretty do that. good. That's not, you're wearing that shirt. <laughs> Richard writes, uh, "Hey, Mike and Jesse, I couldn't help notice over the past few episodes that Mike seems to have developed a slight accent, a little like." Mayor Quimby's take on the Kennedys. Wow. Is Mike originally from New England, or is this brain damage from excessive drinking and or drug use? Well, um... Well, you do have brain damage, um, but you are originally from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I can't... I, I think you sound the same. Do you think you sound different? <clears throat> I don't think I have an accent. I don't know if this guy's freaking smoking. I think this guy's smoking uh, some kind of, uh, you know, yeah. wacky tobacco yeah, or something right. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I have an accent. Hey, Richard, uh, I'll have what you're having, which is, um, <clears throat> yeah, this guy's, you know, he's basically, he's, uh, smoking a little doobie. Right. If you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, I don't have an accent. I don't know anybody who has an accent. Do you? Uh, do you think I have an accent? I don't think you have an accent. I don't think so either. Yeah. You, we see people down here who do have the Tennessee accent. Sure. Though, the fucking, they sound like fucking idiots. I um I well I'm not, I don't I'm not gonna go quite. That's it. That's it for the mailbag. That's it for the episode. That's it for the the mailbag in the show. Um, eight zero two three five nine piss is that phone number. Eight zero two three five nine p i s s. It was the uh, last number that they had. Jf. Well, push the wrong button again, but you get the idea. Nailed it though. I but it was pretty. It. Yeah, I think people get what it was supposed to be. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and we will we'll catch you on the the next free one, or maybe if you're really good piggies, we'll we'll catch you on the Patreon one as well. So check that one out. I call people piggies. Bye bye. Bye bye. Recently, you guys talked about the show Punked. And you mentioned how punk got shut down because they punked Dak Shepard and then the punking went wrong. But actually, did you know that Dax was Ashton Kutcher's partner? He was like one of the early punkers on the show. So he did not get punked. He was doing the punking. So I just want to let you know that you're wrong. Um, Dax got his start on punked. He was never actually punked. Um, that's all. Thanks. Bye. Uh, hey, Mike and Jesse. Uh, this is Joel. Uh, from Canada, just in case you didn't know.
it's about uh, 2.05 a.m. I've drank uh, about a million beers. And I just wanted to say, Mike, uh, I think your laugh is great. Jesse, your beard with ass beard. Uh, totally keep that thing. Uh, also, it's my brother's birthday. He loves YKS. So, happy birthday, Jordan. Okay, guys, uh, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Uh, I'll listen to you guys soon. Okay, bye. Hey, guys. I wake up at 5 in the morning every day to go work at a group home full of adult women with disabilities because I'm a good person. And I have a coworker who is just so mean to all the residents. It's great. And she's not mean enough for me to get her fired, but just mean enough to make me want to set the whole world on fire. Today, she told me that I baby the residents too much. Imagine, I treat them with kindness, and she says I baby them. Anyway, your podcast was the only thing that made me calm down enough to take a nap so that I can do it all again tomorrow. So thanks. Keep up the good work.